0: Hello, my name is Naranjan, the host of Master of Your Crafts podcast. Learning from leaders who are continuously inspired, passionate, and driven to align with their sole purpose, sharing their gifts to bring healing to others. The music is composed by Rebecca Everett. today is episode number 30 where we will be talking to Tyson Shark who is achieving his mission by helping spiritual coaches healers and light workers create more reach impact and income in their business in the last 6 years tyson has coached hundreds of online business owners helping them integrate their spiritual growth with their profitable business strategies so they can step into the role of a heart-centered CEO. Stepping into this role allows you to execute business growth strategies through the filter of love, compassion, kindness, and contribution. Tyson is the creator of an online community called The Serving Circle, and is also the host of a podcast, Awaken Your Business. He believes the integration of your spirit with business strategies is the best way to create an impact and income that your heart is pulling you towards. So hello and welcome to Tyson. How are you today, Tyson?
1: I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me on here. It's always a pleasure.
0: I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to see what magic you can come up with in terms of some of these questions that I have for you to delve a little bit deeper into who you are and what is the craft that you have truly mastered. I feel I know what it is, but I want to share that aspect with our audience too. What is it you believe about yourself and do you feel it defines who you are and how you present yourself today?
1: Mm. There's, that can be answered on many levels, <laughs> answered on many levels. I like to, when, when I'm in flow, when I'm truly, like you say, when you're, when you're developing your craft and what I, you know, it's sort of the area of why, why you're here, you know, um, I truly just see myself and, and many others just as just multi-dimensional beings, you know, people who are, who are here that are just exploring the expansiveness of, of who and what they are. And when you see yourself from sort of that soul perspective and from a place of, from a place of spirit, I mean, you just, you just get a sense that there's just so much more than just the individual self. There's so much more than just how we define ourselves in terms of our identities. And I mean, that's probably why I meditate so much is to see where the ego sees the identities and how to sort of melt those away. So I can find out who and what I really am, you know? So that's sort of, that's what comes to me when someone says, who and what? Who and what are you? I'm like, firstly, I have no clue. I'm figuring it out along the way, like everyone else. But what feels most true for me is um, that we are just ever expanding, and we're just we're, we're we're true on truly on a soul level.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Ultimately, we are right. We are aspects of something greater, God, universe, whatever you want to call it. But it, in human form, because we are here, we have this. Beautiful opportunity called life. Um, I feel that to navigate this system and to navigate through this process, there are often things that we have to go through that help us really position us into who we are. And which is why I was getting at that element of definition. Is it a definition of just being love?
1: Totally. I mean, when you work it down, like I see, I see everything is love. Everything is love. And when I am operating in the 3D world, you know, I will call myself a a community builder, a a coach, you know, a a spiritual business coach, a, a space holder, you know, for people. The So I do put some identities and labels on how I operate in this 3D world and how I, uh, you know, the things that I love doing and the the things that other people would describe me as. Um, It's good to bounce back and forth between the two, you know, between the identities we have in this 3D world and then also operating and feeling into, you know, 5D consciousness or unity consciousness. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I would really describe myself. I, describe myself really someone that's just following their heart full time, but I love, love coaching, love building communities and, uh, doing whatever I feel is in flow and on my heart's journey. That's just, uh, that's just what I feel is my calling.
0: Beautiful. What a blessing to be able to do that and be in that space. Mm.
1: Well, I think everyone. I think everyone's being called to something, right? We're all being called to to do something that is so exciting and so aligned, but also scary. You know, yeah. I just think we're all here for a, you know, for a soul's mission, and our hearts guiding us towards that. Um, I just happen to jump on that path and see where and see where it goes. You know, all the all the, the love, the fears, the doubts, the joys, the everything along the way, I'm just, I signed up for all of it. So I'm just, I just jumped on the path and you know, trying to separate myself more and more from the outcomes and just seeing where it takes me.
0: Beautiful. It's powerful and it's very courageous for you to be on that journey because as human beings, we often want to know what the end game is because we're kind of all taught that way. We go to school, you do this, this, and this, and you get this at the outcome. You put these pieces of ingredients together and you get this at the end of it. This is the dish that is created. And I think often that's what is positioned and really ingrained in us as human beings of what life is supposed to look like.
1: Yeah. Totally. And especially like you're saying, in terms of at school, where we're basically conditioned to operate from a place of safety, mm-hmm. operate from a place of safety that says we need to know the steps that are going to get us here. Yeah. And also the model of, uh, you know, significance in, in terms of who I am is the results. And if I get the results, then I'm better off than when I don't get the results. And if I'm not getting, you know, results that other people th- think I should, all of a sudden there's something wrong with me. Something needs to be fixed, right? I need to keep up. And I think these types of patterns can be conditioned uh, and it really helps. It, really, it doesn't aid us in following our heart's journey because our heart's journey and our heart's calling does not follow those rules. There right. is no four, five, six steps to get you to this seventh step, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. therefore we need to operate from a place, move from a place of comfort and a place of safety to one of courage and one of trust, one yeah. of guidance, right? Yeah. Because it's, it, it, I, I just find that, that the more you follow your heart, you'll just have to take those scary, expansive steps, which will lead you to so much more than what your mind can see. Absolutely. But also you have to sort of break away that conditioning that we've learned in, in, in our culture, in, in society, and definitely in, in our education system. Hey.
0: mm-hmm. Absolutely, yes. I just got a visual of how the coiling effect can happen. I don't know if that's a real term, but it's a term I'm going to use. Let's go with it. (laughs) The coiling effect of being in a space, as you're talking about, by following your heart, you're uncoiling everything that has already been programmed. So you're going to be hitting Left, right. And as you go to that space from the heart and work from there outwards, it becomes more expansive. And yes, there's going to be, like you said, aspects that you're going to see that are going to be fearful, the unknown, and really going to challenge you whether you are on the right step or not, versus being in this space of fear consciousness. And when we're in fear consciousness, we coil inwards and I see as you coil inwards things get tighter and as things get tighter then the world around us all just repeats itself but the lessons that we need to learn all become much faster because the coil gets tighter and it gets shorter and there's only one or two ways out I just thought that was really interesting of winding in or unwinding Mm. everything that shows up.
1: I like that. I might steal that.
0: (gasps) Tyson. Okay. We'll (laughs) see. We'll see. Absolutely. Yeah. So based on that, what is it that you feel is your calling? I know you talk a lot about you being in your heart space and you being expansive and supporting and being a community builder. But what do you truly feel you're here to do so far? Because I think that's an ev- evolutionary journey.
1: Mm. A couple things. A couple things really resonate with me, and it might sound wishy-washy to a few people, but this is what is, is really on my heart. One is to really help uh, people awaken to who and what they are. That's the definition of a light worker. Of why we're yeah. why we're here is to is to help people awaken to see, uh, you know. To see who and what they are, and um, and in order to in order to do that, like when you start seeing who and what you are, you jump on that heart's journey. I'm I believe I'm I'm here to to guide and support and hold space with those who are willing to follow their heart's journey, just wholeheartedly, like to right. just to just jump all in and to and to deepen that level of trust. And the next one is to really be here to how people experience the depth of life beneath the surface. I think throughout life, there's a surface level of how we interact with people and how we live our lives and how we get along and all those different things. Then there's a depth of life. There's like beneath the surface, there's just this oneness, this connection, this, you know, inner soul's journey. And I think that is, it, it truly does, you know, it truly does deepen uh, your experience of life and deepen the, the richness of life. It's sort of like, you know, when you're talking to someone, you're talking to someone, you're talking to someone, and you can have surface conversations. Even through a tragedy, when you find out, actually, they have this uh, life-threatening cancer, and then they open up to you and share everything about how much you mean to them. Bang, you go into like this depth of life where it's more than just this surface. We're actually here connecting heart to heart. I believe I'm also here to help people live, live that way, you know, live, live to the depths of life as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you feel that most people live surface level?
1: I do. I definitely do. I mean, we're, we're, I think we're awakening to it now as the consciousness of the planets, you know, is heightening. Um, but from what I've seen, you know, not only in my life, but from stories of other people, I think it's very safe to live on the surface. And we right now in the, in the, the consciousness that we have, it is very fear-based it's separation based. It's uh, and it's, it, it is very surface. I think it's like that for a reason. I mean, I think everything happens for our, for a reason, everything, we're all on our journey and it's all happening for us. Um, with that being said, I, I believe that's where we are right now. We are awakening we are getting more more and more to that unity consciousness, but right now it seems like you know most people living on the surface living on the uh, on the on the worries and fears of how am I going to pay these bills? how do I just keep this job? how do I keep my circumstances just okay and just safe enough that I feel okay mm-hmm. Right, and and that's not the journey's. That's not the that's not the soul's journey. That's not what you're here for. You you're not here to to feel just safe and get everything just okay and just fine. I believe we're here to live fully. We're here to to live a depth of life, and we're definitely here uh, to expand our soul, which does so through experience, through variety of experiences, and your your heart's guiding you towards those experiences. It's just it's up to you if you want to take take that journey or not.
0: Right. Yeah. I 100% agree with what you're saying, Tyson. It's definitely a language that I speak and I live by, Um, but it's really interesting to see other people on that challenge of living in the okay zone and not really wanting to be, not really wanting to rock the boat of life.
1: Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Because if you rock the boat, you know, some things might come your way that might be uncomfortable. And yeah. we've, we're sort of programmed to think, you know what? I am meant to be comfortable and I'm yeah. meant to be safe. And if, if some uncomfortable emotions come up, then something's wrong. Or if some uncomfortable right. emotions come up then something needs to be fixed. And, and I just, I just don't think that's the, the truth. I just don't think that's the truth to who and what we are. And the more you embrace all the uncomfortable emotions along the way, I mean, you start to gain the gifts that the universe has to offer. right right. and i'm sure you've seen that in your life and i'm sure many people listening can can resonate with that at some level when you follow your heart's calling and you're just you're on the edge of life where you're just like you're living it fully Mm -hmm. uh uncomfortable emotions come up but you recognize there's just as much beauty in things that feel uncomfortable as there is in the things that feel bliss and joy and the laughter and the love right i just think um that shift can not only improve the quality of your life, but also get you on the on the mission as to why you're here in the first place.
0: That's right. Connect you with something greater. What do you feel are some of the attributes that you have garnered um, and that you connect with in who you are that aligns you with why you are here?
1: Mm. Yeah, great question. The, you know, some of the attributes, some of the the skills that I've picked up along the way are one, you know, Just relentlessly feeling fully. This is I meditate a lot, and this is you know a skill that I picked up, especially in the last year and a half. I was building my business and I was doing quite well until I wasn't. You know, I was Mm -hmm. coaching and I made my first 10k months and I was I was doing well um, until clients dried up, all the income dried up. Even clients I had had to get refunds through crazy circumstances, Mm -hmm. uh, but I was left feeling this, this fear, you know, this, this attachment to money and attachment to success and needing to get that next level of success to feel enough, to feel worthy, to feel loved. And I just, instead of building my business from that fear, I just sat with the fear. I sat for that, with that, that inner five-year-old that was freaking out. Mm -hmm. And uh, to my surprise, it started to leave the fear started to transcend and that, that uh, I started realizing that all the uncomfortable emotions are coming up because they're ready to come out. And I just believe this is an attribute and a skill set that has aided me so much, so much, because any uncomfortable emotion that comes up along the way, I know it's coming up for a reason. I know it's coming up to be seen, to be loved, to be felt. And I think every single time I do that, it just allows me to not only transcend the sides of me that are ready to move on, but also yeah. to access those deeper gifts and the deeper truth, the deeper wisdom. And um, and so that's a, an attribute. I just Because I now meditate about two hours a day in silence. And wow. I, I do that. And this is my main intention to just hold the space for everything that's coming up. I just think it's almost like taking, I, I described it as taking the back seat. Because when you sit in silence and you just surrender to everything that's coming up, you take the back seat and you just allow the universe to do what it needs to do. You allow the universe to take the wheel and start to direct you in ways that your mind might not see, but you know, you can just sit back and trust that no matter what's happening, no matter where it's guiding, you, no matter what's coming up, it's mm-hmm. doing so for a reason. And it's doing so in a reason that happens for you. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the, that's, the the main attribute um, of just holding a loving safe space for me and for other people, that mm-hmm. is, uh, I, I demonstrate that now as a as a massive skill set on my journey.
0: That's pretty powerful to be sitting there for two hours and just allowing all those uncomfortable emotions. Mm-hmm. That can totally. be even more intense because when we sit in stillness and we go to that space. Somehow the energies and the emotions intensify like by a hundred percent or something. Yeah, well, here's
1: the thing I mean, they intensify for on one account, they intensify because you're starting to look at them. Mm -hmm. But what a lot of people you're talking before about, you know, our our past patterns, our patterns have been to avoid it the uncomfortable emotion. Let's say you have Mm -hmm. fear, for example, fear of failure, fear of success, fear of judgment, whatever it is. We're trained and taught to avoid it, to resist it, or react to it. Especially those who feel like I need to achieve. I need to go out there and make money and achieve. Like ask yourself why. Mm -hmm. If you sit in silence, you'll start to realize that the reason why you're doing it is so you don't feel fear. It's so you don't feel embarrassment of going broke it's so, you do, it's, so that you, it's so that you don't feel the shame of um, you know, losing status or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was building my business from that. I was building my business from that place of fear. So mm-hmm. therefore, how the hell are you meant to be as resourceful and passionate and loving and courageous and all those different things coming from that place? Yeah. You just can't access your higher self and all the resources within yourself. So when I sat in silence, the first time I did it, I did it for about six hours. Oh my
0: goodness.
1: And I just sat here in silence, but here's the thing. I realized, like you said, it was coming up and it was intensifying because I was starting to look at the sides of me that I was avoiding. Right. What I also realized is once you surrender to it and actually allow them to be there, it's Mm -hmm. actually not that bad. Mm -hmm. It's only the resistance to uncomfortable emotion that allows it to intensify Mm -hmm. and spin out of control. Right? But that's where we meditate and we deepen our level of surrender when we start to welcome it in and allow it to just do what it needs to do, hold a loving safe space for it and allow it to move on in its own time. Mm-hmm. Right, And therefore, when you build your business, when you go out there and you, you, you're landing a new job or you're going out and in a relationship or you're going on this new journey to improve your health. You're not doing it to avoid a side of you. You're doing it because you love all sides of you, and it feels in flow and it feels aligned. That's when you start to you go out there and, and you you you're no longer self sabotaging. You're no longer addicted to certain things, right? You're no longer in a in a space of following a pattern, you know, just to because you're in resistance. It's right. just I find I find that deep work aids so many areas of life, and uh, it's just the key right now. It's just the secret that many people haven't jumped on board with. Mm -hmm.
0: I think it's always been there, but I think it's possibly more heightened now with everything that's going on. People are looking for a safe space.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, I, I believe everything that's happened in the world recently has just happened. So for a reason, it just, how can it not? I mean, If you believe we we live in a benevolent universe, Mm -hmm. this has to be happening for us at some level. I believe Mm -hmm. that we're literally told to sit on the couch, Mm -hmm. right? Literally told you can't leave the house and you're sitting on the couch. What that means is you have to sit with yourself so you can no longer avoid the parts of you that you've been avoiding before, right? And it's important to remember that these sides of us are in us anyway, whether we're avoiding or resisting or reacting to them, we're just pushing them down and Mm -hmm. they're they're growing unconsciously, right? This call it, call it, you know, the inner child, call it the, your, your your dark side, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. this is being pushed down and it will grow unconsciously. The only way to, the only way to heal the darkness is to bring light to it. It's to actually see it with your awareness and to actually hold a loving, safe space for it. I just think, um, yeah, what's happened in the world has just allowed us to do that type of work, which is why we're probably seeing so much heightened of consciousness throughout this whole thing.
0: Very true. Yes, I think it has sparked people onto a journey into themselves before they would even fathom taking this journey. Mm. So what what a beautiful gift.
1: It is. It is. Life is a gift. Everything that happens to you is a gift. It's whether you want to recognize it or not is another thing, yeah. you know, but a lot of people are starting to be awakened to where they see themselves in resistance, where they see themselves. My bank account shouldn't be like this. It should be something else. Or this person shouldn't be like this. They should be something else. Or my boss or my job or my health or whatever. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be like this. It should be something else. Yeah. And you catch yourself in that resistance. You're in resistance to life. Right. Absolutely. And I think, more and more people are just starting to be awakened to Oh, if i surrender to that and welcome and allow what is i'm actually more in a position of just following my heart following my guidance following my intuition and 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 guiding me towards what's in my highest good not only for me but as a byproduct you create a bigger bigger change in the world and more of a more of an impact as well
0: that's right it's that beautiful ripple effect Mm. and And I think the magic of that is the ripple effect is something we can't see with the naked eye. It's an energetic ripple effect that is propelled out without us even knowing, which is why I think it's so powerful of how we connect with ourselves and what Mm -hmm. that dialogue really looks like. So it is really powerful. And I'm so glad that you're on board and supporting all these people, because you do have quite a large following and individuals that you do support with, um, I'm sure they're eternally grateful. I know I've kind of connected with you and seen you in your in your element of holding space and having that sense of compassion and love and truly allowing the other individuals to be. Who they truly are designed to be. And it is a true gift. So I want to say, I guess, part of everybody else, thank you for doing that. Um, what do you feel? I know we've covered some of these aspects of them in the previous questions. What do you feel are some are your intentions behind being in this space and having your craft, having the skills, the awareness, and intuition and guidance for doing what you're doing what is all that truly for what's the intention
1: Mm. yeah the intention the intention is for me is to really not only find out more of who and what i am but the intention is just how can i be more of love like that's really i mean all all ancient texts and spiritual texts it just guides us towards that truth right how do I just be more love in this moment? How do I just be more love in terms of healing myself first and obviously having that ripple effect to the, just the world? I think when I intend in the morning, when I'm doing my meditation, doing my morning routines, all those different things, it's just like, what can I expect is going to trigger me throughout the day? And how do I recognize that that's a part of me? And how do I heal that? right? How do I send that love? And the more you send love, the more you get in touch to who and what you are. And then, and it's just, the more you operate from unity consciousness, the more the universe just sends you signs to what to do next. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are trying to do sort of the opposite. They're like operating from within saying, what does my mind want to have happen? Mm -hmm. And therefore how do i create the steps from a place of safety to get this result so that i can feel good inside right. and it's just it comes from such a separated consciousness it's it's separate consciousness or 3d consciousness says that what i want is missing and is mm-hmm. separate from me mm-hmm. right other people are separate from me and the universe is separate from me right unity consciousness is 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 realizing that what you want is already inside you. That other people are connected to you. We're all one, and you're also connected to Source. You're also connected to the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And so my intention behind all of this is just to reach more of that. That right. seems to be me for the business journey and creating communities and um, creating content and all those different things. That seems to be my flow, and that seems to be what is is my you know, zone of genius or what I love doing. But that also allows me on that path. It allows me to reach more of whom, what I am and just to reach deeper levels of unconditional love. And I think that if people are truly in a space of, of having that intention, you will feel more expansive. You'll feel more in whom, what you are. And, um, like i said that feeling is is what we go by you can't really see it by from through your through your mind but you can feel it internally you can feel when you're on that path hey eh?
0: yeah absolutely there's no denying it because the conscious mind can run rings around a topic a subject a conversation and really put you in a tailspin but yet the emotions of the heart won't Really, do that. It may put you in a tailspin of feeling the depths of an emotion that you talked about, the depths of life. It can put you in that space, but you can't deny that your physical body, your heart will never deny you of a sensation, a feeling, an emotion, but your mind will.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, your mind, your mind is still still such a beautiful thing. Same with the ego; like the ego is here also to allow us that the gift of uh, feeling and the gift of recognizing what sides of us need to be healed, and recognize and and living from a place of duality, so we can our soul can expand through that experience. Right? I love I love that there's there's just as much grace and God in the in the mind and ego as uh, as anything else. We just yeah. have to recognize that there is a, uh, there is a way to, to use it. There is a way to have the ego be in service of the heart, not, not the other way around, right? Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're built in a particular form with a formula. It's up to us how we use that formula. Just like this whole pandemic of being forced to stay on your couch, as you put it you can choose how you want to use that time. Mm. Do you use that time to in stillness or do you just want to put the telly on and see what's going on in the world and get absorbed by all that type of energy? Or do you want to use your internal energy? What does that yeah. look
1: like? So I, I, I definitely, um, I was very lucky because as COVID hit and as the world started to go inward and start to, you know, some people freaking out, of course, which is Mm -hmm. just, it's all, it's all, it's all aligned. People are going on their journey. I just felt really blessed and grateful because I had already been on this spiritual journey for, you know, for six, six to eight months beforehand in terms of my intense meditations. Mm -hmm. Um, So it seemed like the world was now sitting on their couch and the world was now working from home. Yeah. And they were all going through the teething, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the teething issues of, of how to do that effectively. Yeah. And I felt like I was already doing that. I was already working yeah. from home full time in my own business. And I was already meditating two hours a day, you know, and just sitting with myself Yeah. and, um, yeah. And so I felt like the world was just trying to keep up to be more like Tyson. Right. And uh and yeah, so I felt I felt very blessed and very lucky that, that those sort of gifts came to me before COVID because then I could also serve and help others at a new level and help them realize what was happening and and guide them through it, guide them through some deeper truths and um yeah. and and get them get them on a heart journey that is, you know, totally aligned with them
0: yes it's such like I think like we've said earlier in the conversation everything happens in divine timing I think there are many other light workers way showers whoever you want to call them the individuals who were pretty sensitive energetically and maybe a little bit more aware and in tune who have had similar experiences I know for myself I've been working from home for many years um, but other individuals who were forced to work home or had this calling to just not be as exposed. And then it's all a preparation of this yeah. new birth of life that we have.
1: Yeah. That's, it's so funny. I, I just love the stories of people saying, oh, I, got, I fi- got fired from my job or I got let go, I got made redundant. You know, they're downsizing here and then they're like, or even just they're taking, you know, a break because they're, you know, because of COVID and they're like, I actually don't like my work. I actually, I've always had this calling, this exciting uh, leap that I want to take. I never, I never had the courage to do it now. Now I have to do it, you know, because my circumstances are are breaking down where I'm like, I don't want to go back to that life. Even if I could, even if I could have my job back, even if things are to build up back to the way they were, I don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. It's no longer in my expansion. And I can feel that I can feel it's my safety. Mm -hmm. I can feel I'm being called to more. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people are answering that calling. And uh, that's what I love. I love visualizing how the world is consciously evolving through people following their heart's mission and their heart's calling Yeah. Sometimes it takes things like a global pandemic to, to help people jump on that path, but I'm, I'm, sure. I'm glad that it has.
0: There's an opportunity every single time, and sometimes I feel those opportunities need to be way more blatant and obvious like this. Because I'm sure for you, Tyson, even your awakening or inner truth journey, happened years before it's come into fruition did it not
1: yeah i think it's it's just a it's just a matter of like i said trusting everything's happening in divine timing and when you when you do that like it's just it just deepens your level of trust Mm -hmm. right just deepens your level of trust like for example uh the business and the community growth as you've seen is going well Mm -hmm. um i was i knew this is going to go well. And I knew this is, I feel like this is why I'm here, yeah. right? To, to build communities, to, to build my business, to serve in this way. And that means even if it starts breaking down right now and I lose mm-hmm. all the clients, I lose the community, I still feel just as in flow. I still right. feel just as uh, aligned. And and that's the that's the trusting unconditionally and being like, this is just happening for me. It's all right. happening for me. It's either my I'm like my coaches say, it's either you're joyfully expanding or releasing baggage. Your soul mm-hmm. is doing that's what your soul is leading you towards. Yeah. And so is this next, is this circumstance, is this scenario, is this event helping me joyfully expand or is it helping me release baggage or both? Right. Right. right.
0: Yeah. And
1: uh if you follow that wholeheartedly, you know, you just can feel in flow no matter what happens externally. Even now I'm single and I, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd like to have a conscious relationship. I haven't manifested. I haven't manifested that yet in the way that I, you know, in the way that my heart's calling me towards Mm -hmm. Would I like that. Yes. But I can also trust that it's happening in divine timing. Right? right. It's happening. It's all happening for me, whether it's some inner healing that needs to happen beforehand so that I don't jump into a relationship and get addicted to it. Cause it's meeting an inner need that I didn't mm-hmm. meet myself. Right. So like you just have to trust. You just have to look at yeah. the, the truth of life in that way. I just think it's a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to notice the deeper truths. And some yeah. people, some people start to miss that.
0: Cause we're so conditioned with it. Right. Mm. It makes it okay. We talked about it earlier. It makes it, it's because it's comfortable. And being comfortable is safe somehow.
1: Yeah, totally. But what is, what is real safety? I believe when we're comfortable, we're safe by the illusion of our mind's safety. Mm-hmm. This is sort of what I call the flip. It's like mm-hmm. when I was working at a job that wasn't in my highest excitement, I felt safe. Mm -hmm. But my heart was freaking out saying, this is not your path. Right. Right. When I left my job and started doing this full time. Right. It was scary to my mind this time, but very safe to my heart. Right. Your heart, my heart was like feeling super safe. Although I didn't know how I was going to make the money and, you know, freaking out about the business and everything like that my heart felt safe because I'm like, bang, I'm on my, I'm on my calling and I'm just going to trust. I'm okay. If I go broke, I'm okay. If I have to move back in with my mom, I'm okay. If, you know, I I figure it out over the next 20 years, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. I feel safe in here. My Mm -hmm. mind doesn't. Mm -hmm. The question is which safety do you want to follow? Do you want to follow the safety of your heart or the safety of your head? Um, I just think the, the head has the illusion of safety. Whereas there's deeper truths in your, in your heart.
0: Yes, absolutely. And it's the heart that truly feels the emotions and then translates it to the brain. Mm. And then it translates to all the other organs, which is contrary to what we've been led to believe. We were always led to believe that it's, it comes from the mind first and then filters into the rest of the body. But now science is finally catching up and, Figuring out the opposite. So, mm. so all those, yeah, it is. So, for all those people who are very scientifically driven, there's your proof. Mm.
1: It's awesome. It's awesome that these experiments are being run. It's awesome that people are starting to realize the heart has memory, like that there's, mm-hmm. you know, mirror neurons. And, 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 and it's just like, you know, you can study that. And if you find it fascinating, then I'd dive into it, you know, cause yeah. it, it is, it is exciting. It is exciting research and yeah. it, it's, it's giving us, you know, physical evidence of the truth of what we sort of knew anyway. Um, you can feel it, especially if you meditate, especially if you go deeper in yourself and you start to, transcend Excellent. these sides of you that you've been avoiding, you reach these deeper truths anyway, you know, um, you feel into it, you feel into what your intuition is.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, and what you feel is just, you know, deeper truth of life. I think, you know, that, that's what, that's where I'm sort of following. That's what my guidance is getting to me. I'm like, what's the, what's the truth? What do I feel mm-hmm. is true? And how do I follow that to my highest excitement? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not for everyone. But it, it definitely, if, you, if you're jumping on the journey, you have my 110% support.
0: I think it is a journey for everyone. I think it just depends on what's challenging them to go into that heart space. Mm. I think there are often challenges that people are maybe more cautious of looking at, whereas other people who are way more courageous and just jump in with two feet, not knowing how deep it's going to go, but they're in.
1: Mm. We're all here for that. Yeah, that's a good way to live life. I believe, if it, if a lot of people are in the shallow the shallow end, and they yes. take a step in, knowing how deep it's going to be, yes, and they know that they're going to be just okay, just safe, just enough, you know. That's right. That's but it's right. when you jump into the deep end and you don't know how deep it's going to be, and you that's don't right. know how deep you're going to go. Yeah. When you you realize who and what you are. Yeah. You, you embrace all the emotions along the way, and you live life at a literally a, a, a different depth, Absolutely. you know. And you find out how to swim. I'm not a great swimmer, but mm-hmm. you find out how to swim. You mm-hmm. find some floaties along the way,
0: yeah. you know.
1: And you uh yeah. you you definitely you definitely have more fun. It's it's more fun, more joy, more love, along yeah. with all the other sensations that come up. Absolutely, uh, That's a choice you need to make every day right? It's a choice every day. As soon as you wake up, put your feet on the floor. It's like, do I want to live life fully? Do I want to feel fully? Do I want to live life at a different depth? Or do I want to stay on the surface? Mm-hmm. Just get my feet wet mm-hmm. and, um, and not listen to this heart's calling and this, this greater mission that I have. It's, a, right. It literally is a, literally is a, a daily decision.
0: Absolutely. Which all flashes by so quickly. Which leads me to my next curious question to you. What's next for Tyson? What's next? You've built a community, you've built a business, and you've lost a business. And now you're building it from a different perspective. What's next? What does the next part of where you want to be look like?
1: I can, I can answer from my mind and and uh and and see what what feels most exciting for me but who the hell knows what's going to happen sure Uh, because every day it just feels more and more expansive and more and more you know higher level ideas from what i can see right now i'd love to you know the community is expanding organically my mission is just to add more and more value just to add more and more value to those who are also jumping on this their soul's mission and as you know The community is all about helping people collaborate, come together from a place of uh, and to grow together from a place of selfless service. And so finding creative ways to have that expand, you know, finding creative ways to make that happen. Actually, since my six hour, after my six hour meditation, I had that insight. It said, look, if you build a community and fall in love with the art of serving, everything else will take care of itself. Everything in terms of the clients, the income, the collaborations, the opportunities, whatever it is, whatever your mind wants, you know, whatever's in your highest expansion, it'll come as a byproduct of you being in selfless service. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I do each and every day. I ask, "How may I serve?" And if I can jump into that community, which, as you saw, is over fifteen hundred members now, which is crazy. That's
0: right. Yes.
1: Um, but it's it's it, I I see it. My next steps is just that expanding. Um, finding more and more creative ways to help people connect, to collaborate, mm-hmm. to work together, and to and to be in selfless service, and then have that sort of you know I have my, my programs and my and my my business as well that's just adding more and more value to people, and I'm testing doing a group coaching program and and running through that and um, and just finding creative ways to serve and help people get on this path and build businesses from a place of alignment. That's really what yeah. feels. Expansive for me. Yeah, that's where I see you going next.
0: Beautiful. And I'm excited to learn where it's going to take you in your heart. Because, mm-hmm. like you said, that was all kind of from the mind. It's elements of it translated from the heart to the mind. But I'm excited to see how it truly does unfold for you in your heart space and how you translate that out further and deeper to the collective to this wonderful power of unity consciousness that we are all part of this collective energy that's expanding and just abundant with so much that we can't even fathom so Mm. exciting times
1: it is it's very exciting i don't know where it's going to go but it is exciting it is exciting to to know that my heart's just going to guide me on what's next and Mm. you know i'm excited to i'm excited for the, the opportunities. I'm excited for the challenges. I'm excited for how my soul is going to expand. Yeah. We'll see where it goes.
0: I want to also thank you so much for sharing all aspects of your heart and all aspects of your own journey of the ups and downs and the depths of what you have experienced. So I really appreciate that. And hopefully it will resonate with some of the listeners who were courageous enough to tap into that heart space. So thank you so much, Tyson Fisher. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure.
0: I'm Naranjan, and you've been listening to Master of Your Crafts podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and join me next week for another episode. Thank you for listening.